center of our gospel passage today is one of the great questions of philosophy. What is truth? It's a fascinating question to ask on this, the last week of the liturgical year, the solemnity of Christ, King of the universe. All of our readings today speak about kings, kingdoms, and kingship, but the images of the Lord as Almighty in our first and second readings and the psalm give way to a very different image of king in our gospel passage. It's the gospel of John. It's the trial of Jesus before Pontius Pilate. Pilate claims that he holds the power of death over Jesus. But in raising Lazarus, Jesus has already shown he has power over death. Pilate asks, what is truth to the person we Christians believe to be the embodiment of absolute truth? Let us allow Christ's truth to reign in our minds, on our lips, and in our hearts. Then, as we come forward for the Eucharist, let us take Christ himself into our bodies without fear. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you are our light, our feast, and our strength. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are our joy, our love, and our heart. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. One of my professors said that every philosophy major must go through a relativist phase. So if you're a philosophy major and you haven't gone through this phase yet, let me help you out. This is what you need to do for Christmas. You need to ask for two gifts. The first one is black clothing. And the second one is gift cards to overpriced coffee shops. Eventually, when you get to this phase, you'll be hanging out at these venues, wearing all black, sipping double espressos, and lamenting in a dispassionate voice that there is no purpose to life. Smoking cigarettes and skipping classes, those are optional. I'd like to speed you through this phase so you can get over it faster and rejoin us here at St. John 23rd Parish. Here we believe that we have a purpose. We believe that truth exists and it is definitive. But it will take our entire lives and all of our energy to come to understand that truth. That truth is the life, the death, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We come to see truth and to understand our purpose as we build a personal relationship with Jesus. The passion of St. John is simultaneously very simple and very complex. On one level, Jesus appears to be powerless. He is arrested by armed soldiers. He's sentenced in a rigged trial. He becomes the latest victim crucified by the ruthless Pontius Pilate. But John's dramatic irony tells another story. In the presence of Christ... The corruption of the soldiers, the Jewish leaders, and the Roman government comes to light. Pontius Pilate, who tries to portray himself as all-powerful, becomes a fool. Even as he asserts power over the Jews, he shows how desperate he is for their support to stay in the good graces of Rome. As Pilate interrogates Jesus, 
It is Jesus who remains calm and places Pilate in the world on trial. As Pilate sneeringly asks Jesus if he is a king, Jesus responds with certitude and nobility. Because Pilate does not belong to the truth, he looks straight into the eyes of Jesus Christ and asks, What is truth? How ironic. How sad. In late November 2015 at the University of Tennessee, our idea of seeking truth probably comes in at least two different forms. First, with final exams rushing upon us, we probably think of concrete truth, something human beings can find through hard work, reading, memorization, and research. But second, when it comes to the vexing problems facing us as individuals and as a society, as we question if we've chosen the right major or career path, as we listen to the stump speeches of presidential candidates, as the world grapples with how to face the scourge of terrorism, determining truth is much harder. We can't know the right answer for sure, even after we invest the hard work reading and research we do, although many people on my Facebook feed seem to be convinced they have all the answers. When it comes to seeking this second kind of truth, what should we do? I'm not sure that calling that phone number on the billboards around town, 855-4-TRUTH, will help. They laughed at the 530 Mass. Who would have thought? Obviously, we should pray. That prayer should attempt to place us in conversation with Jesus Christ. Even though Jesus lived in very different circumstances than us, we believe that he is king of the universe. Even our little corner of the universe at the University of Tennessee in November 2015. As we face these difficult decisions, do we allow Christ's thoughts to enter our minds, Christ's words to cross our lips, Christ's love to permeate our hearts? In John's Gospel, everyone who encounters the truth of Jesus Christ is forever changed. They see their own failings and they feel the love of God. Nicodemus, the Samaritan woman, and the woman caught in adultery are transformed in the light of this truth. But maybe your prayer doesn't seem to bring you to Christ's truth. Maybe you're paralyzed by all the less than ideal choices facing you in the voting booth and facing our world in the Middle East. Maybe you're still not sure what career to pursue. What else can you do when praying doesn't seem to get you there? Well, there is another kind of person besides the relativist philosophy major who hangs out at overpriced coffee shops wearing black clothing. Catholic priests. But priests don't necessarily go for the caffeine, although Father Jerry Tully of Immaculate Conception Parish is on a first-name basis with all the baristas at the Starbucks on the Strip. They laughed again. Coffee shops are a great place to talk with people who are sincerely seeking to discover the truth, whether or not they think that the truth is embodied in Jesus Christ. If you or a friend are looking for a companion on the journey toward truth, please know that I would be glad to grab coffee with you or your friend. Just call the office, email, Facebook, or text me. 
And even though she doesn't wear as much black as Father Don or me, Dr. Ruth is glad to journey with you too. And I'm guessing that our four focus missionaries, Jake, Kelsey, Dom, and Angela. Angela, I told you I'd mention you. Yeah, there she is. Um, I have a feeling they would be willing to. I think they must have a standing account at the Golden Roast. It's a rare day that I don't see at least one of them going in or out of there. Do you have an account there? Probably soon. (laughs) Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And the truth will set us free.